Hello and welcome to the Raising Men Show. I'm your host, Craig Carlisle. Super Tuesdays. You know how we do. Today we're talking about our perception and downplaying ourselves and thinking less of ourselves. And that's not what God wants. And if we can train up these children in the way they should go, when they're old, they won't depart from it. So that's what I'm doing here. Parents, I challenge you to do that with your children. Join us and hope you enjoy the talk we're having today about being who we are in God and not downplaying yourself. So you all have got one week left of school. So what do you think? You're going to be a senior. You're going to be graduating. You're going to be turning 13 tomorrow. Well, it's actually a few hours. And Two hours and four. Hold on. Let me do my math. Oh, hold on. I know math. math wasn't exactly your strong point. <laughs> all right. All right. We can cut that down. <laughs> no. I don't, no. I don't, it, well, it is. I don't think it was any of our strong points. No, you, I can do math. Ryan's, but I... You chose Cho- not to do math. Chose I was hoping for dad to finish that one. Chose not to do Ryan's the only one. But you saw I can do math. Yes, you can. You can do it very well. What's it called? Well, I, I think Ryan's the only one that hasn't failed the math class yet. Or class in general. True. That is true. That's sad when you have a math. An hour and 48 minutes. Hour and 48 it's not that we minutes. can't do math. I just choose not to learn the material. I was last week. Wait, no. Two hours and 48 minutes. Mm-mm. Two oh, yeah, two, yeah, okay, two hours forty minutes. Because you, you checked the Instagram timer, you put up on your story. I know, I've been. I look. I just. I know. I looked at this, and if you take, if you add up to twelve, add up to twelve, and subtract mm-hmm. by the, the second number. Gotcha. Take, the, take the square root of ten. <laughs> I do square root. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that next year probably. The second probably. So. What do you think? You're go- you're not going to have to go to school anymore if you choose not to. I'd, in I'd, a week. True. Not even really a, well, I guess graduating is a week, but I'm done with school and grade. There's no opportunity for grades to come up. I mean, I'm passing, so it don't bother me. I'm 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 set. You know, he, we're in class now. Texas got his hand raised. <laughs> I do that no all the time though. Even yes, all the radio. Okay, I was say um, now you can have him work more on the framework. He ain't got nothing to do. Well, it's not that not like I wasn't going to. I mean, like what's it called? This week, I realized that, like, oh, wait, all the stuff I'm doing on TikTok is basically social networking. If it just format to the framework, I can do the exact same thing. Yeah. It's scary in the fact where it's like, oh, I'm doing real, like, what's considered real world things. But it's like, the way I'm doing it is just as valid as other brands are doing it. And it's like, I can fit other trends, like, the stuff I see, and I can fit and format that for the framework yeah. and kind of gain traction, whether I do it through TikTok or because in my head, I found kind of a new, newer, newer. In my head, I was seeing a different way to do our social media for the framework. Not uh, ours is bad right now, but of course, there's always a way to make it better yeah, and make it more palatable and interesting. And since it's just you right now, and it's just it's one person working on it, plus you have other things going on. I was like, oh, I can kind of take over it more since I'm going to be, I don't have to worry about school all the time. Because that's been my main kind of like, I not really hindrance. I guess what I've let it be my hindrance of I'm not doing the social media things. I wasn't sure what to do with it, but like I'll make like TikToks on my own, and I enter- enjoy making the videos. And it's like, well, I can do this for the framework. Yep, and be the same thing. Same thing. So the so the real then becomes it becomes personal to you, mm-hmm. right? Because if this whole project doesn't become personal to you guys, then it'll never take on a life its its own and always be my life vision for it. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not a Gen Z, so 
I'm not going to get it right. Mm-hmm. I'm a whatever the heck I am at 52. Right, <laughs> baby boomer kid or whatever this is, right? <laughs> you know, and whatever it is, I know you probably have some other old guy joking. You no, I see the, yeah. no, not right now. Oh, not right now. You're either, I think, you're either a boomer or Gen X. I don't remember it, either one, it, but it's still not going to do things that really apply to your generation. So, the the thought then becomes: the more you guys take a, a liking to it and an ownership for it, then it becomes real to you all, because. I could, I could, you know, yell and scream and shout it all day long. But hey, we were, the, as far as we've seen any data to be shown, we're the only Christian hip hop syndicated show in the country. And the more we kind of personalize it, it becomes more interesting to other people and different brands that want it. Well, it's got to be interesting to us first. Mm-hmm. You ever talked to that guy? Yes, I did talk to him just the first initial time, but in terms of the follow up. I found out after calling him two days straight on my follow-up day and the day after is that they're actually doing work at their station, which will keep them really, really busy doing some maintenance work and changing Uh out of hardware. And that I was really supposed to have called him back like tomorrow, not the last three days I've been calling him. Mm -hmm. So, but I will definitely be reaching out. So I'm going to actually call my contact back and say, hey, this is a good time to call him now, right? You think? Okay, good. And then go after him that way. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's. I think it's something that's a very exciting opportunity for us. But me thinking it's exciting is one thing. You all thinking it's exciting is another. Mm-hmm. Where where does his station play? Well, without on air getting into it, they they have a, it's a network, so they have a lot of stations that play in a lot of different cities and a lot of different states. We can and, talk about it later. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Well, off air, we'll give the details. I don't want to give details on air, but. Um, and praying on our downfall. Yeah, and so it's just a matter of really getting to where the Lord wants us to be. And then the, the trick then becomes, where do we think we want to be? Are we afraid to get there? What keeps us from doing what we want to do, what we think the Lord wants us to do? What keeps us from thinking that the framework or anything else that we're doing is important? You know, what what makes you think that what we do is not important? I think it's more that what I do with myself, it's like, well, it all comes as perspective again, where like you'll see a, an ad on TV where someone made that. I always think, oh, it came from a corporation that is professionally done and mm-hmm. spent a bunch of money on it, so it has to be professional. Sure. But then since we're doing it and whatever makeshift way we make it look as, you know, as clean as we can, and it could be very clean, but in my head I'm super critical of everything I do where it's like, oh, well, it's just something I made. It's not that, it's not a professional thing. But it all comes. I have to remind myself and look from somebody else's perspective, looking at it, where it can be seen. It can be seen as more as professional video and a actual, I guess, business. I guess. Well, I tell you what, we get compliments a lot on our quality of production from shows, the transitions. We get compliments on our website, the way it looks, and I'm still making updates to the site that I have not released yet because we have a live, active site. And I don't want to take the site down and have pages not working for very long. So I've learned now to make our changes kind of like in a backside pages and get it all raced when I'm ready to release it. I spend that hour or whatever it takes to get the new page, you know, the new site released and working versus thinking, oh, well, no one's watching us anyway. No one's, but we don't know that, mm-hmm. you know, we're kind of. 
I forget what it is, kind of throwing it to the void and hope, yeah. throwing it, something at the wall, hoping it sticks. Yeah. But, and the reality is, at a hundred plus episodes now, right? At and, least some people have to be listening. Well, well, well I mean, here's I would the like thing. To hope. Well, well, to <laughs> your point, our friend in Florida, AD, he says, when I was asking him, hey, what do you think about the show? And, you know, help us, can you help us get, you know, placed in some other places? Can you let the station that you're working for, working with, listen to it and maybe they'll give us a show and let us know what they think. And he was like, what are you talking about? Who cares what anybody thinks now? And I was like, when he said it, I was kind of like, well, dang, dude, I mean, we mean, who cares what they think? I care. And he's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I don't mean, don't, what do you mean, who cares? I don't mean it like that. You're syndicated. He says, do you not understand what that means? And I was like, well, this just means we're on more than one station playing at one time. I'm I'm like, okay, that's that's good, right? He says, no. I mean, he says, yeah, that's what it means, but no, that's not the way you have to think about it. You have to think about it now from a radio station's program manager's perspective right now of what you're doing. Four other program managers thought that your program was good enough to be put on their station. So you don't have to care if anybody liked you. Because those four general managers liked you. Program managers liked you. In some cases, the general managers all this or were the program manager. So they liked you. And now that means that every other program manager at every other TV and radio station around the country, let alone around the world, has to respect what we do. Because we're not crying and, and begging for someone to put us on air for the very first time. We've been on the air for over a year. Mm-hmm. And we're ahead of a lot of other st- of any other program that's never been on the air before. So we don't have to worry about that. And when I got kind of got that, I was like, oh, but... He told me this like almost six months ago. And it's taken me six months to process it. Because sometimes I process a little slower. Because I'm I'm a I'm a humble guy. And I don't ever want to lose that. But there's a difference between us being humble and downplaying your abilities. Ah, see that right there. I get that confused said. a lot. I downplay what I actually can do and yeah. mistake it for humbleness sometimes. Yeah. And that's something we cannot do anymore. And I and I, and you guys get that from me. You know what I'm saying? So my goal as a parent and my and my charge from pretty much this point on is I got to get you all to understand that to no longer downplay what you do at all. For you to be kidding to be 17, will be 18 here in a few months, editing faster than me. And I've been doing audio and video editing since I was 16, 17. I used to edit for a a record company where we were putting out stuff that was for sale back in back in the old days when they had CDs. You know what I'm saying? When he had dirt roads. We had dirt. We had had pavement. (laughs) We had pavement. Dirt was when they had cassettes. They had dirt back then. But I mean, so, and this is now. When you guys realize that the products that you all are putting out, your voices that are available that people are hearing are worldwide at 12, 14, 16, and 17? 
and you're not relying on anyone else to do it. You're doing it on your own gear, on your own time, from your own home. And I, I have to, I need you guys to get that, you know, and not downplay it. Because a lot of folks are going to downplay it. That's why I had to redo our promo packet. Because when we were told last year that we weren't urban enough, and for those who are listening, what urban means, we weren't black enough. Mm -hmm. We weren't street enough. Okay? But when you really get down to it, they didn't say anything about our production quality. They didn't say anything about how we come across talking on air. They didn't even say they didn't like it. But they chose Ty Tribbett over us. And those who don't know Ty Tribbett, he is a, I believe he's, I know he's an award-winning gospel artist. He doesn't do Christian hip-hop. So they still don't have what they were asking for last year. But that's okay that they didn't go for us last year. Because now we're at probably 90 episodes later. Right? Where we've been able to kind of refine it. And you've Kate, I think you kind of woke up a bit when you said, man, I actually kind of think this is kind of good. And you were, there, you were one day, you were about a month or two ago, probably two months ago or more, you were in the other room and you heard me playing back something. He was like, is that us? Is that the framework? It's like, yeah, that's us. And Jackson, you being 12, you're ready to be 13, interviewing, and can you've interviewed too, but it's like as many people as you've interviewed, Jackson. Over this last, probably, what, six months that we've been trying to do interviews? Not trying, but... In, in, maybe 15, 20 people, maybe? At 12. I don't have a large sampling, but I, I don't know of many people that are doing that at 12. You follow me? Mm-hmm. So I need you all to, understand, to to no longer allow the enemy to downplay what you guys are capable of doing. Because another reason why I know that we were told we weren't urban enough? Because I think that, I think people thought what they were listening to was a bunch of dudes, a bunch of grown men doing radio, mm. right? Because I don't let you guys just get on radio, get on air and just... And just say willy-nilly. No, never have. And I don't know if you guys remember. Remember when mom first died and we were at the old house in Menifee and I was telling you, you know what? I need you guys no longer... We're not going to say um and uh. We're going to watch how we talk. We're going to learn. You're going to sign your name well. Mm-hmm. And make sure that you look people in the eye when you shake their hands and talk to them. Because someone's going to want to know your name someday. Someone's going to want to tell our story. Someone, someone's going to want to hear what you have to say. Not because you're of, of we're doing radio now. But because you're going to be a product of a family whose mother died. And you didn't just crumble away and have to become a child of the state and in a foster home. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you all couldn't hold it together. Yeah. I still don't know how to sign my name. Well, you have to figure it out. <laughs> you still have to figure it out. I know you, I know how to spell it. I'm sure you know yeah, how to spell I did, it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I know how to write cursive, too, yeah. but I'm not good. I don't well, know. But I say it in those matters because there's going to be people who want to draw autograph. And I, I okay, and the people here say, oh, yeah, why are you telling you to kiss that? No, I'm not trying to tell you that to gas you up. I'm not. I'm trying to say it from the standpoint of, of just being truthful. You have an, you have an international radio show and I'm trying to, I'm getting ready to make it do video here in a few months or less few weeks actually it'll be on video 
So I've already talked to a gentleman that, that would review it to be put on a TV network. So at your ages, when you guys see people that you think that you see on TV that you like, you would love to get their autograph, right? And I'm sure the first time it happened to them, they were thinking, oh, it's just me. Why would you want anybody to sign me sign something? It's a sign of respect. It's a, it's, it's a matter of, oh my gosh, you're doing something that we've never done before. And I need you guys to really understand not that we're doing it for the sake of the status. No. God has, has put this in our plan, in our place to do this. And so he's not going to put you in a place that he's going to downplay you. Right? God doesn't do that. Does he? Mm-hmm. God would never put us in a place to do something <clears throat> like the framework to fail. Put a desire in your heart to interview people for that to fail. For you to to realize what God has called you to do for you to fail. Right? So once we get that in our head and realize that if God is for me, who can be against me? Then it changes. And when we figure out what the Lord really wants us to do, and I'm not saying the framework is not a part of that. I mean, that just may have been a vision for you all to have for now to get you all to understand a fragment of what God has for you. I can imagine the framework is not going to be the only thing you're going to do all your lives. I'm sure that's not it, right? But if this is the foundation of what you all do, it has to start from there. And you can only get it when you all understand that God is for you and not against you. So when those days when it gets hard, the days when we get the no's, the days we have failures, the day things bad happen to us, the days when you don't feel like doing it, and people and it's not popular to do it, but you still keep doing it, and then the break, positive breakthrough comes, and then we have some more hard days. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not going to be... Let's just say we get 150 stations tomorrow or next week mm-hmm. or next month. Let's say we're on satellite. Let's say we're everywhere. That doesn't mean it's over. Mm-hmm. What changes for us? Nothing. Nothing. Which is more work to edit, but... More work to yeah. edit. In fact, it gets harder then. Because then everything that we do matters. Got 250 bumpers you have to record and fix everyone's bumpers. 250 stations you have to deliver. We can't miss a deadline. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't want their stuff. Then there's advertisers get their commercials. They don't want... There's, it's got to be in a certain way. Yeah, there's... People, when we look at... at celebrities or influencers sometimes we think that the life is easy and they got money and or they think they give that perception right in fact i was talking to some dude on the customer service job line i was talking to some customer and they were saying how he does telecom support or like internet support for an influencer or two that's got millions of of followers on on youtube he didn't tell me who they were so i can't not tell you after Mm -hmm. because i don't know he said these people have were making so much money. These couple he's dealt with, where they're renting homes in Los Angeles, paying like twenty and thirty thousand dollars a month in rent. Yes. And I'm just like, why in the world would you ever do that? He says it's because they're hot right now, and the money is coming in so fast, and they need to have an image to uphold. And I'm not saying that's us. I'm not saying we're driving Mm -hmm. to that point. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that to the point where there is there's a means to do things 
that don't always justify the end, and then there's also the means to do things that do justify the, the end. The means that justify the ends that justify the means for us is to know God loves us and follow Him, right? Not to be flashy. So when our change comes, our blessing comes, when our Red Sea moment comes, when the sea is parted and we get to go across on dry land and get to the promised land and maybe collect a paycheck for doing these and be excited about that, we the work continues and gets more than because there's people listening that we're sure of because those stations know who's listening, right? And those are those moments when it's going to be harder for us because you're going to get tired of doing it. And I need a break. Well, we have to engineer in a break. And that's why I need you guys to understand this for you. That becomes passion project for you, not just for me. Right? I need you all to say, you know what? I like doing this and we'll call such and such. Let's get on the whole, let's get on social media like you had. I can do this. Da, da, da. Once you realize that this means something to you, staying up late nights. And getting up early is easy, right? Because we go to, we're blessed to go to amusement parks every now and again. We go in early. You guys could have been up all night, and, mo- and normally you are up all night the night before, <laughs> right? And sometimes we get up early in the morning, try to get to the park by eight, right? Mm-hmm. And this, y'all are sometimes waking me up, right? <laughs> sleep in the car. Sleep in the car. But when it's come for school day, or something you don't want to do. What am I doing? Waking us up. Waking you up, yelling and screaming, let's go, let's go, come on, come on, come on. So I say all that to say, when you find out what the Lord's giving you to do, when the Lord puts in your hand to do something, right? When it, that becomes something that you really want to do, you'll do it regardless of who says no. Right? Me or anybody. And the moment that projects like the framework Project moments like when the Raising Men show, which is truly now the Raising Men show with all of us on here, right? Whether we're all on at one time or not. When that becomes important to you, that's when it moves, right? Because I'm not going to always be here. And I don't say that, oh my God, that's going to die tomorrow. No. It's just, you're not going to be here forever. You're not going to be here forever. But I can't sit back and wait till I get to this near-death experience where I can say, oh, maybe I can use my cancer problem to push us. Oh, maybe I can use the fact that now I'm dead for the kids to get some traction. No. That's not going to be what happens. You're really going to be trying to figure out what happens next because now the dad's gone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I would hope that by the time that happens, you all would be you know, successful, have, you know, 17, 18 other shows, TV, other things in process that you all are creating, not just waiting for me to be the driver and the catalyst for it. You follow me? Mm-hmm. So it's different then. And like with your guys' podcast, so when we're going into summer mode, we're going to look to now be demanding more from your podcast, where mm-hmm. I've got Remnant Media's site up now. We're ready to go. And you'll also be one of very few kids your age with your own podcast on a network. Right? So there's kids out there that are doing it. But you got to want to. you got to ask the Lord, hey, am I supposed to be doing this? Or is this just Dad's vision? 
that's Lord, you know, what what if the framework or what are raising men am I really supposed to do? Because raising men is the overarching piece, right? Where everything else is underneath. What am I supposed to be doing with raising men? Am I just editing? Am I just an interviewer? Do I just host? Or do I create my own content? Or do I do raising men anyway? Do I just go do some Lord and 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 I want you guys just, just to think that we're not gonna just do just Christian music all the time. It's when people go, Oh my gosh. He's going to let him go secular already. Come on. We always talked about as a family that what we're doing is positive content, right? But we had to start somewhere. You all had to start somewhere. We couldn't just be everywhere all the same, all the same time. So the framework was a start for us. And I always asked you guys, hey, if you just want to do your own radio show, music show, you can do that as long as it's what? Positive and clean. Positive and clean. You have probably more ability to impact the world if you did positive and clean secular music than even Christian music. Why would I say that? Because not everyone listens to Christian music. Not everyone listens to Christian music. And that's a small little group, right? Versus if we decided to add into what we do, a circular music show, call it whatever. Who cares what we call it, right? But now you're in the world with them doing th- their music, world music, but you're demanding that it not be full of cussing and profanity. Mm-hmm. That, it all, that it not be sexual content after sexual content, right? So then you're saying, look, our station only plays positive music. You bring me some positive music, play you all day long. And oh, by the way, our people who are following us said that they want positive content too. Because not many people out there are making a big deal about positive content. Parents are. Kids, not so much. Kids, not so much. And I don't know why, why is that? You guys are Gen Z. I think this is what we're so used to that it's like, okay, I guess I'll watch it. I mean, it doesn't, it's like it doesn't super bother me or it's not harming me. You don't see the overall picture. Okay. That's a good point. Then let me ask you this because that helps me out as a parent. I'm going to serve you guys the same meal every day then. No, okay, thank pick, you. pick a meal. Pick, pick a meal. I could, it'll be fried chicken every day. Oh. You like you like fried chicken, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's not going to be just fried chicken every day. It's going to be fried chicken and I'm going to put a burger on it. And I'm not going to put the burger in the batter. I'm going to wait till it all gets all done. And I'm going to put a good old burger right on top of each piece of chicken. But, it, but it's not going to be on the pizza pizza you're going to want to eat, not the big juicy piece. I'm going to put it on the end. Like on the drumstick, it'll be on the end where the little gristle cap is where you just kind of hold it, but you don't want to eat that piece. Some people eat the gristle on the end, but some folks don't. So so you don't have to eat the booger, right? It's just on your chicken. Would that be okay? It, you don't think that, that, that knowing that there's a booger on that chicken affects you at all? I don't want that. But I, I, don't, I get what you're talking about. So... If you listen to content like you guys are in your generation is listening to every day, that's having a booger in it. Eventually, it becomes 
acceptable.